Welcome back to Being Your Own Hero. This is Heather Curtis, and it's good to be here again. I took the weekend off. Um, I want to share today about some insights that I've been having over uh, the last few days. I have a lot to share, actually, so I've got a lot of material for the next few episodes. Uh, today, I just want to talk a little bit about what it has been like for me to test out my ability to spot toxic behaviors. I think I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that I just ended my 20-year relationship with my ex-husband and um, that ha it has been quite the experience um, for a lot of reasons. He it was just, it was just rough. Um, very complicated breakup. He didn't want it. And it, it, it just was tough. So anyway, um, he's out of the house now. He, he moved out a few months ago and I have realized that a lot of the behaviors that he had, I wasn't paying attention to the, the things that he did in the beginning of the relationship where if I had paid more attention to the red flags and acted upon it, perhaps things would have been different. I do appreciate the time that I spent with him. I have learned a lot from this experience. Very painful, um, very painful breakup, emotionally, dra uh, just emotionally dragging, basically. I guess that's how you say it. I'm not even sure. Just draining. That's it. Emotionally draining for me. And um, I'm starting to recognize that he was, you know, very charming and but has a lot of um, ways of communicating that are just not healthy. And I'm starting I was like afraid, you know, uh, we had been apart for he had moved out in February. This is now June. And uh, last month in May, I was kind of afraid that I was going to jump into another relationship that looked a lot like the last two that I've had. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to test this out. I want to see if I can recognize red flags right away. I'm going to go on this dating site and I'm just going to practice. I'm going to practice communicating with these men and I'm going to see if I can notice these red flags. And so I did that. And, um, it was, it was, it's really weird <laughs> because I've been in a relationship for 20 years. And before that I was committed in a married for seven years. And so that's been my entire, pretty much my entire adult life. And so now I'm an adult and I'm, you know, I have had three kids. I, um, not, you know, I'm not a young 20 year old hot thing anymore, you know? So now, um, I'm older and I don't consider myself sexy at all. And, um, it, you know, that just putting my profile out there was like a challenge. It was just like very, uh, confronting for me. I had to confront my self-esteem issues. I had to confront, you know, not really knowing what I'm even looking for or things about myself. Like it says on the dating app, it asks you to put a little bit about your own self. 
And I'm like, well, what do I, what do people care about? <laughs> you know, what am I supposed to put on here? And it's funny because I've changed that profile several times. Um, I'm on snooze right now because I just wanted to take a break. But my experience has been, I really intended to go on that, on that little dating app and use it as a way to learn to communicate, learn to see toxic behavior, um, communication styles in other people and learn how to set boundaries and learn how to be okay with setting the boundary and learn how to, um, say no. And one of the things that happens for someone like me, if you're a person like me, then you're really recovering from being in like a trauma bonded relationship. I mean, that's really what we were. Um, the term narcissism is being thrown around a lot right now these days. And it is a thing. Um, narcissistic personality disorder is something that is out there. Um, but what happens is a lot of the people who a lot of, if you're a narcissist, a lot of times you're not going to get diagnosed a narcissist because if you do have narcissistic personality traits, you're the type of person who doesn't feel like they need any help. So they're, you know, if you're a narcissistic personality person, you know, if you have those traits, then you're not going to like knock on the door of a counselor or a psych, uh, a psych, um, why can't I say it? A psychiatrist or, you know, anything like that to get help because you just don't feel like you need it. Um, and you're entitled to get everything that you want in life. And anybody who doesn't agree with you is just dumb. So I was like, okay, I don't want to attract another one of those. Cause I just got out of two marriages that where that's who I was married to. And I, t I took this intention, you know, my intention are these things that I just shared with you. So I, I picked my profile picture and it's so funny cause I picked my profile picture first experience on this dating app is I picked my picture because I thought my face looked cute. You know, I have my hair just looks cute. I had just gotten it cut and I consciously decided to not have any pictures up with makeup on. So all of my profile pictures, I don't have any makeup on. Um, and I just thought it was a cute picture and I put that up and I put some other ones up and just fine. And the first responses that I got back, people started telling me that I was sexy and I'm like, what, what do you, why would you say that? You know, I just don't think I'm, I just don't think that way of myself anymore. I used to when I was much younger. Um, but I don't think that way about me. And one of the things that happened in the relationship that I had my last marriage was a whole huge conversation about my weight and how I couldn't gain another pound. And, um, you know, I had to stay a certain weight. And then when I had babies and I started gaining weight, it was kind of a, it was a communicate, it was a thing, you know, it was a, it was kind of like part of our marriage culture that I was overweight. And then other people were compared to me like, oh, she's about as big as you, or, oh, she's bigger than you, or, oh, she's smaller than you. So for me, the way that I look and my, my weight has been a huge trigger for my own self um, doubt and my own lack of self-esteem. So people are telling me I'm sexy all of a sudden. I'm like, why? And, you know, and I decided to be brave. And the first question that I asked one of the men on the dating app was what had you swipe right on my profile? 
And his answer surprised me. You know, he said, well, other than the sexy picture that you have for your profile, um, it was your cute little, you know, guinea pigs and your mostly your smile. And I was like, what sexy picture? And I asked him that. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, you have great cleavage. And I was so embarrassed. And it's funny that I'm sharing this now because I didn't even I didn't even notice that I had that there was cleavage in that picture. I'm so oblivious to it. So that's the first lesson that I learned was that, hey, you know, actually, not only do I have a cute face and a great personality, but I'm kind of sexy, like, wow. So that has been the first part of it. Um, and now, uh, you know, I'm going to take a short break and um, and I'll come right back and I'm going to let you know about some communication tools that I've been using and some things and how that has really turned out for me practicing the red flag, you know, spotting those red flags. All right. So I'll be right back. Okay, thank you for letting me shamelessly promote. I really appreciate it. You can also support me. I'm not 100% sure how to do that, but I have activated listener support on anchor.fm. You can go there and check that out under being my own hero. Okay, so back to this spotting red flags thing. So um, I had a, a couple of men that I was talking to and I was kind of having some fun with it. And I learned right away that I needed to ask the person that I was talking to, to give me to like, take a picture of them right with right now, you know, take a picture and send it to me. What are you doing right now? Or send me a video. And then that way I could really make sure that this person looks the same as the pictures. And so the first thing I noticed is that there's some people out there that are putting pictures on there of some of like 10 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you don't look anything like this at all. You know, the, I had my first person that I asked that question to, he sent me a picture over and I wouldn't even recognize him if he walked past me on the street based on what, you know, his profile picture was completely different. Um, so that was the first thing that I noticed. So I, I kind of just stopped talking to that person. And then, um, and it was kind of sad for me too, because that person I noticed him and I got, had a lot in common and we were getting along really well. Um, texting back and forth and just making funny jokes. And that kind of gave me a red flag for myself. Like, okay, let's analyze this. You know, somebody who's going to put a fake picture up and I'm getting along with them. What does that say about me? So that was the first thing. And I'm still looking into that and I may explore that more. Um, the second thing was there was a man that I was really attracted to. He had a real nice um, body structure, a big man, which I love. I love that. I'm. I, if you know me personally, you know that I absolutely love monsters, and I've always loved big men. Um, and that was this man, and he had a really nice face. He was just really handsome, and I was attracted to him right away. And when we started chatting. The first thing that I noticed as a red flag was I would ask him a question and he would not answer. That is a huge red flag, you guys. If you're asking somebody a question and they either redirect what you're talking about or they just flat don't answer, that's a huge red flag. And that happened with this person. I even gave this guy three chances to ask a question and he never did. And I was like, okay, red flag number one. And it was like immediate. Red flag number two that happened was 
he started telling me how amazing I was and, you know, oh, you're so, you're like the best and, oh my gosh, I'm so attracted to you. I mean, just like right up front. I'm talking about like the second or third text communication back and forth. And I was like, you know, and I even, so then I decided, okay, this is a red flag. And I was really proud of myself that I had already spotted two red flags. Cause I really, honestly, you guys, I did not think I could, I did not think that I was going to be able to recognize a red flag. I was really scared. And so I was really proud of myself that I was able to recognize it. First of all, secondly, I was starting to think, okay, I'm there. I have got nothing to lose with this person. And I'm going to check out some stuff. I'm going to test myself. So what I did was I decided to kind of push back a little bit on um, the over generously, like the over generous compliments he was giving. You know, he was just really complimenting me a lot. So finally, I said, you know, you don't even know me. I could be really ugly inside. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I said that, you know, and I, I, once you hit send, it's done. Right. And so, um, the answer back was, well, if you're anything like your pictures, then you're perfect. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this, this is so, this is such a red flag for me. So I stepped back from it for a little while and I I just kind of thought about things. And then I said, okay, I'm going to test this out some more. I'm going to talk to this person some more fully knowing that I was, in the middle of communicating with somebody who is, is it not going to be a healthy person to, you know, be attracted to and not a healthy person to get into a relationship with. Right. So I decided to test it out some more. And, um, I had said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, set a boundary. So I set this boundary and I said, all right, I'm taking a break. I'm just prioritizing myself right now. And I have your number and I'll text you you know, when I'm ready to talk more. And that's what I said. And nothing came back. You know, there was no communication back. So I said, okay, that felt pretty good. It was actually really nice for me to flex a muscle that I have never developed. I've never developed the muscle of setting boundaries. And it's so important, especially if you are going to be in a long-term relationship. It's the only way I've come to learn that setting boundaries is the way that you teach other people how to treat you. And I just did not know that before. Um, If any of you are in any kind of a breakup where you were dealing with somebody who had narcissistic personality disorder traits, they might not have been diagnosed, but they have those kinds of tendencies in their personality, then one of the things that you do not have in your relationship, if you're still in it, or if you're out of it, you did not have boundaries. And so setting that boundary was really powerful for me. So then I decided, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. And then when I hit, I went ahead and texted from my personal phone and I said, how are you doing? You know, and he's flirting and he's still giving out these red flags. And I, I kind of let him slide a little bit. I let him not answer questions. Um, and I went ahead and let him flatter me a little bit more because I knew at that point what he was doing. And I was okay with it. I was like, okay, you're doing that thing and I'm not going to bother with it. So I said, okay, let's get together. And so I set up a time and I got to tell you, 
when I used to hire for my businesses, I am like a master at hiring the right person. And I don't know why it never occurred to me before to do that if I was going to be picking a life partner. Duh. You know, picking your life partner is like the most important position you could hire for, right? And I never tested the person. I just kind of took the next person that was I was attracted to and um, you know, flirted with them and we got along and okay, boom, you know, all of a sudden I'm committed. Well, not this time. So I one of the things that I did as a employer or hiring people, I I developed an entire hiring system. And one of the things is I like to upset the candidate on purpose because I want to see what kind of personality comes out when they're upset or under stress. And so I did this with this person. I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set a time to meet up with this person. And I actually thought about maybe going to meet this person in per, you know, for real. And so I set up the time and then actually ended up being where I was not able to go. Um, I was thinking I might break it off anyway, but to upset him, but also since I wasn't able to go, it was a good opportunity to test this out. And so I had to break it off. It was the night before. And I said, Hey, you know what? I'm really sorry. I didn't even say I'm really sorry. I just said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to meet with you tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to have the time that I thought. And then I waited and what came back was shoot. I figured. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. And then I explained a little bit. And that's another red flag, you guys. If you are feeling like you need to explain why you just disappointed someone, that's a red flag for you and your own self. Because what I noticed right away was I felt really bad that I disappointed this person. I have not even met him yet. I don't even know this guy's last name. Why do I feel bad? Come on, you know? So... I said, okay, I am really, my people pleasing part of myself is really being challenged right now. So I'm not going to explain myself too much. I'm just going to say, hey, I thought I was going to be able to meet with you and I can't, you know, maybe, you know, I'm really sorry or something like that. And I just kind of left it plain and simple. And then he came back and saying, you know, of course, of course you don't have time. Nobody here on these online things have time. And he just goes off. And he's complaining and he's sad and he's turning into this person who, oh, poor me. It's, it was all about him. And I was like, wow, okay, my first initial um, reaction to this person was correct. I was correct, you know, and it made me so happy that I was, that I spotted it so quickly. And I stopped talking to the person and I feel really good about it. And I just want to let you guys know that if you are coming out of a relationship that was really hard on you and you're starting to realize that you maybe do people please, um, you know, you have maybe some childhood issues that you have to work through. I want you to know that it is possible to still come back from that. You know, um, I have a lot of learning to do right now and I'm still noticing things about myself and I'll share that more, but I just thought it would be really fun and informative for you guys, for me to share my experience on this dating app. And I've talked with a couple of other um, men after that. And one in particular person I'm actually having a really fun time with, um, but he lives far away. So that's in the whole nother, so that's a whole nother story. I don't even know what's going to happen with that, but 
And it's okay because I'm really not ready for anything committed right now. I'm really focused on myself and healing and getting myself to a strong center, a strong place in my life and meditating and keeping myself calm and keeping these boundaries up and making sure that I set boundaries with people. And it's great practice. And I will share more about something else going in my life um, that happened over this weekend, this Memorial Day weekend. And I'm sure that I'll be sharing that with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for being with me. I hope you are learning some stuff out of this podcast, out of being your own hero for your own self. And I do wish you all the magical days that your heart desires.